Welcome to Travel with Stephanie Abrams. Well, thank you for joining us today. I've got so much on the agenda for you. But this hour, I want to talk about a number of things that are on my mind. And um, I want to remind you that if you miss any part of today's show or any show, go to sabrams.net. You can download the shows from the podcasts. And you can just click and listen to them streaming live from archived audio for radio of Travel with Stephanie Abrams. Um, Let's get right into it right after this. This weather report is brought to you by the Curacao Tourism Board. The long-range weather forecast for the north coast-to-coast calls for snow, sleet, icy rain, slippery roads, and a windchill factor well below freezing. The long-range forecast for Curacao calls for warm and sunny today, warm and sunny tomorrow, next month, and the months that follow, with highs around 86 degrees and lows around 76. Isn't it time to plan your breakaway in Curacao now? Learn more at curacao.com. That's C-U-R-A-C-A-O dot com. You know, um, I was thinking about some of the things that people who want to travel should be doing. And let me just run through the basics for traveling in this COVID environment. I really don't believe the right answer is don't travel unless you have... Uh, you know, some kind of great aversion to the idea. It freaks you out. Stay home. (laughs) Because you're not going to be happy no matter what. But I truly believe that you can travel and you can travel safely. And I was very disturbed by the fellow who came uh, to a press conference and I never caught his name just before Thanksgiving, and said, do not travel. I don't think that's the right answer. I think for some people it is the right answer. I don't think for all people it is the right answer. However, I believe the sentence should be, do not travel unless you do the following. Number one, stay out of crowded places. Number two, Stay out of people's faces. Oh, the beginning of a poem. A poet, and I didn't know it. Keep your distance. Keep your hands cleaned. Washed. Jelly them up with that wonderful sanitizing gel. Wear latex gloves and get rid of the gloves. Don't wear the gloves all day and put that hand to your face. Have in your car the safest way for you to travel is in your own car have a mask or two or more or ten or more have them in your glove box in your car have latex gloves in the glove box of your car in quantity so when you have to stop to fill up your gas tank you've got what you need And if there is somebody on the other side of the pump that you're using, wait till they're gone to get out of your car so that you're not just a few feet apart, one on one side, one on the other. Breathing in each other's faces. The whole trick is don't exchange air with anybody. 
Now, you, if you are a long-term listener, and for that I thank you, probably have heard me say the least safe way to travel, especially if you're a woman, especially if you're traveling alone, is to stay at some hotel, motel property where you drive up to your room, you park outside the door, and you walk right into your room. That especially for a woman and a woman traveling alone, you are safer to go into a hotel lobby and check in and go down an interior corridor where there are people there. I have to change that for the COVID experience because you are now better off going in and out of your hotel room directly In so many cases, hoteliers have a way for you to check in online. You know now you make your reservation and you pay for it online. And many hotels have a simple procedure of call us when you're five minutes away and we'll come around and unlock the door for you. We'll leave you a key that we've sprayed inside a Ziploc bag. Spray it yourself. Put on latex gloves before you handle that key. Get rid of the gloves in the bag before you go in the room. And look at the protocol. Call and speak to the general manager if you feel the need to. Go online and see what is this place doing. Most venues have listed their COVID regimen. And they'll give you an indication of the kind of deep cleaning they're doing and whatever. Many places will not come in to clean your room during your stay, if you're staying more than one night, unless you request it. They'll leave a sack outside your door with towels in it. If you're really obsessive compulsive, frankly, the way I am, bring your own towels. What's the big deal? to take a rollerboard and put in a couple of bath towels and hand towels and washcloths or paper towels to use for when you just wash your hands and go in and spray the room down with your disinfectant spray or use those disinfectant wipes to wipe off the doorknobs, the remote control for the TV, Every handle in the bathroom, the counters, there's a desk, whatever. Wipe it down yourself. And live out of your suitcase. Put your suitcase on top of a dresser or a desk in the room or a sofa or whatever you've got that's a ledge. So you have to bend over and break your back. And take your things in and out of the suitcase without laying them on desktops, countertops, in drawers. Rather than using that, if you're going to use the hangers in the room, spray them down, swab them down yourself before you put anything on it. It's a little extra work. If it's too much trouble, may I suggest you stay home until we are past this. And I am confident we'll get past it. But in the meantime, if you need to go someplace or you want to go someplace, this is what you got to do. And because you are pulling up, at the door. 
do what my parents used to do when every either Christmas Day or New Year's Day, the two days of the winter season when you can pretty much rely on roads being empty. Because Christmas morning, everybody's where they want to be and they're not going out right now. Or they're kind of hungover from Christmas Eve, <laughs> so they're not getting up early. But the roads are empty Christmas Day, and they're empty New Year's Day. And we used to spend the month of January in Miami Beach, Florida. And in the part that's now called South Beach. And we would get on the road, leaving Baltimore, Maryland, somewhere around 7 o'clock in the morning. Either Christmas Day or New Year's Day, unless my grandfather was going with us. In which case, he couldn't tolerate a road trip. He didn't have the patience for it. So we would take the train from Baltimore's Penn Station, which you will see in the film when it was newly refurbished about 30 years ago, in the film Funny Girl, when Barbara Streisand is in Baltimore's Penn Station and catches up with her gambling friend, who she then marries, um, Nikki Armstead. So... Always an exciting trip. But my mother prepared for the road trip with everything that we needed, and we would make that drive. And we would generally be on the road after the first day, the get out of the traffic in Baltimore day. We'd get on the road about 9 o'clock in the morning, maybe 10 o'clock. And we'd stop for lunch around 12 and we'd stop for the day at three in the afternoon. Because especially in the winter, if you're driving on the East Coast, somewhere from between New England and Miami, you're, if you don't have a room reservation or you're not off the road by three o'clock, 3.30 the latest, you're going to have trouble getting a room. Well, now let's translate that into today. You can make your reservation from your mobile phone in your car while you're driving to wherever you're going to stay next, which is a good thing when you're taking a road trip because sometimes you don't know if you're going to come across a place you want to stop here or you're tired or you have a flat tire or you got a situation you want to deal with and you're stopping early or whatever. Stopping early means... They'll have the room you want, and it means it'll be daylight out, which will take the danger out of who's waiting for you in that parking lot that you don't see at night or by that door. So if you stop while it's daylight, that gives you the security that you have going into a lobby. So I highly recommend that you do that. And we're going to be talking further about amenities and rooms that you're going to want to look at when you're on the road. Stay and play USA. We'll be right back. Don't leave me.
Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. Where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. 
It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. For those of you who are contemplating taking a road trip, and I know some of you just need a joyride. Others have a family member that you really need to see, maybe you haven't seen in 10 months. Um, some have a, a special reason why you really need to go somewhere. And others are just suffering from cabin fever. Let me give you some more good ideas for your travel, which is more than likely going to be in the U.S. because there are still far too many places that are not, they've rolled up the welcome mat and taken it in and locked it in a trunk somewhere if you're carrying a passport or you are on a a flight that's coming out of the U.S. We do have, by the way, the highest rate of active COVID cases in the world. We have the highest per thousand rate in the world, and it's almost twice what the next country is. And just about every place is developing new mutations of this COVID virus, which have already managed to find their way into the U.S. So you want to be really careful And the trick is, do not breathe near anybody else. Masks, gloves, hand sanitizer, wipe down everything. Pay attention to what you're doing. You know, and that's one of the reasons why destinations, some in the U.S., a lot globally, have put curfews and bans on pubs and restaurants, especially restaurants that have liquor licenses or the right to serve alcohol. Because, you know, a couple of drinks, for me, a sip, that's enough. And you pretty much have parked your good judgment at the door. And on that subject, I know that Many of my listeners, those who, you know, drop me an email or that I'm in contact with who pose the question, why are people in Spain complaining they're closing restaurants at 10 o'clock at night? In America, closing at 10 o'clock at night is almost for dinner, for restaurants, is ridiculous because by 10 o'clock at night, Unless people are sitting around drinking wine or have gone from the restaurant area to the bar area of a restaurant, what's the point of being there? Most people don't eat that late, unless maybe you're in New Yorkers and, you know, say after theater or something like that. But in Spain, other than haircuts and styles of clothing, And women in jeans, which is now more prevalent in a lot of places in the world, but there was a time you could pick out an American woman because she was the one in jeans in Europe. If you want to pick out Americans in Spain, walk by any restaurant at 9 o'clock at night 
Well, go there at like 10 of 9, quarter of 9. Walk past any restaurant. And you'll see a small to a large crowd of people standing outside waiting for the doors to open. They are all American. Because the restaurants in Spain don't open, remove COVID from the picture in normal times. They wouldn't open till 9 o'clock at night. So the first ones in were Americans who were starving. Because by 9 o'clock at night, they were usually finished with dinner, no matter what time they started dinner. But for Spaniards, the most popular time to have dinner is 10 p.m. So if you call a restaurant in Spain to get a reservation, getting a, if you call last minute or like a day or two before to some popular restaurants a month or two before. If you try to get a, a, a reservation between 10 and 11.30 to sit down for dinner, you're not going to get one. I'm going to take a quick break and come right back. I want to go back to the issue of hotels and what to be looking for if you're going to travel during the COVID period. Stay with me. Stephanie Abrams here. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture. A UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your giftless recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? 
Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David. Rumors. Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David Isby. It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. You know, in the last segment, if you've just joined us, I was talking about restaurants in Spain having a curfew of 10 p.m. There are so many lockdowns going on in Europe that are complete closures that I can't even keep track of them. I know in Ireland, just about everything is shut up until March 5th. And I'm talking everything. But um, when they came out in Spain with the edict that restaurants must be closed by 10 p.m., and I know there were Americans laughing at, you know, what does that mean? 
that's like telling your 14-year-old you have to be home by 2 a.m. You know, it's like, that should be enough time. <laughs> but in Spain, the culture is such that the most popular dinner hour in Spain, whether you're dining out or you're dining at home, is 10 p.m. They live on a very different cycle than we do. They have a continental breakfast, which is, you know, rolls and bread and jam and jelly and coffee and maybe juice, maybe a pastry, but high carb. <laughs> and they'll often have a coffee break at work at 10 a.m. And then from 1 to 4 p.m., except in big cities, just about everything is closed. Now, if for most of Europe, Germany, it's called Mittagessen. In France, it's Dejeuner. And most things are closed. Museums are closed. Shops are closed. People, except, you know, in the rare situation in a really big city, you'll find some things open. But for the most part, no. Everything's shut up. And people go home. It's part of the reason I love going to Europe. Because the entire family goes home from their offices, from their shops. The kids come home from school. They have lunch. Kids take a nap or they play. The parents have what you would call in France a matinee. And everybody goes back to where they belong at 4 o'clock. Kids go back to school. Parents go back to work. And they'll have something at 6 o'clock or whatever. But the stores will stay open. They'll have coffee or whatever. But the stores will stay open from 4 to 8 p.m. And then people will go home, sometimes nine, but for the most part, four to eight, you can count on. People go home, they shower, they change, they go out to a restaurant until they get there. It's 10 o'clock at night. What's glorious about it, and it doesn't matter if you're talking about Italy, France, Germany, Austria, doesn't matter where you're talking about. They fit working around living where Americans and our puritanical heritage fit living around working. It's a very different life. Very different lifestyle. It's really quite remarkable. But a rule that said that Spanish restaurants needed to close at 10 p.m. killed the restaurants. It would like be like talking about restaurants. You know, there are some restaurants in America still, mostly in bigger cities, that open for dinner. Some of them don't open for lunch. They just open for dinner, and they open at 5, and then they're closed at 10. So imagine if you told... Even diners that are open 24 hours, that they had to close 
at 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. You would devastate all but their early bird dinner guests. You devastate the res restaurant. And that's what happened in Spain. So you really have to have some insights in the culture of a destination in order to understand what's going on in that destination. And sometimes I have insights into conversations going on in Europe because of the amount of time I've spent in Europe. And I want to dive into that, but I just wanted to finish up with things you should be looking for in hotels when you're traveling. Given this COVID business, if you don't feel comfortable going into restaurants, if you're in a destination where the weather is temperate enough that you can dine outside, do that. You know, we're based in Berkshire County in western Massachusetts where the snow is up to our nose at the moment. And we did a run just before this new nor'easter snowstorm to pick up groceries, which we do in a contactless manner. And uh, bless all the people in North Adams at the Walmart who make our lives easy. And we just sit in the car with the windows closed. They pop the trunk and out they come. And by policy, regrettably, you are not allowed and they are not allowed to accept a tip, which I am sure they would appreciate and I'd be thrilled to give and learn that they don't take tips because we left an envelope in the trunk uh, addressed to our Walmart delivery person and it was still there when we got home. So the next week through the window, I said, there's an envelope for you in the trunk to which we heard through the window. Thank you. Can't take it. Well, thank you to Walmart. That's a that's a nice service to people that are really watching every penny at the moment. Um, but a special thank you, because that's the best I can do, to those very special essential people who make sure we get food. <laughs> Much appreciated. But we're up to our noses in snow. And if for those of you listening on WBRK, 97.1 FM and 1340 on the AM dial and WSBS uh, 860 on the AM dial. And forgive me, I never remember their FM station, but there's an FM station there. Is it 92.5? Could that be it? Somebody check for me. We'll check and let you know in the next segment. Uh, but in any event, um, on Route 8, in Berkshire County, and when you come to visit us, you should know about it. I hope they're still in business. There is um, a German-Austrian-style restaurant. Looks like a big mansion with columns out front. They have put on their porch these little individual, well, they're pup tents made out of acrylic or glass. Probably a heater inside table and chairs inside so you can eat outside even in the winter and not be breathing near the table next to you. They look like little greenhouses. Adorable. 
So there are places going to great lengths. I mean, for those of you that are comfortable going to a drive-in, there are plenty of them nationwide that you can drive through somewhere and pick up whatever. But you might want to look at staying at hotels, motels, where you can enter without going through the lobby, without taking an elevator. You go park your car and you walk right in. If stairways are a problem for you, make sure you stay on the ground level of any of those style hotel motels because sometimes they're two or three levels or four levels high. And they have outdoor walkways to enter each room. So if you can't handle the stairs, make sure you get a room on that main level, ground floor level. And get a room. In some places, they're called premier rooms. In other places, they're in every room. But get a room that has a mini fridge, not the mini bar stocked with all kinds of expensive things, the one that's just empty. So if you want to pick up milk and juice and you're traveling with medication that needs refrigeration, whatever, you've got it. That there's a coffee maker in the room. That there is a microwave in the room. By doing that, not only will you cut costs because you could easily have your breakfast in the room. And if you buy the kinds of ingredients so you can whip up some sandwiches in the room and take them in the car with you so you can stop along the roadway and have your lunch either because you're budgeting or because you just don't want to have contact with people or maybe both it's also more efficient you stop for lunch it's an hour you know unless you're driving through somewhere and pulling off in a parking slot, eating your lunch and going. You kill an hour. If you're trying to make time, it's deadly to your schedule. And having those facilities and the microwave, there are so many things that you can buy. And if I were going to get on the road, I would do the same thing I do now. Order my food online at the next Walmart. Put in my order to pick it up either late the same day or the next day in the destination or as we're driving. And completely eliminate that story. And if you stay in places that have microwaves, you can pick up everything from, I don't know, pizza, soups, all kinds of things that you can just pop in and bingo, there's food. Plenty of it. And as we learned a week or so ago, Look for packaging that is sustainable, recyclable packaging on everything you're buying to help the environment. So, one of the things that I wanted to focus on in your travels is the concept of being able to stop and commune with the local culture wherever you are. And one of the things I came across, um, you know, I listen to a news talk station in Ireland as often as I can. It's newstalk.com. 
And I learned a couple of things that I'm going to talk with you about in the next segment. One is the question of non-essential travel and how Ireland is handling that. And two is the question of Michael Collins' cap in a museum in Ireland that either is being removed or has already been removed. Michael Collins was one of the liberators of the Republic of Ireland. Get the film. Go online. Find it. Go to YouTube. Go to Netflix. Find it somewhere. Michael Collins starring Liam Neeson as Michael Collins and Alan Rickman as Eamon de Valera. And you'll get the history of the emergence of the Republic of Ireland in a very powerful way. We'll be right back. Don't leave me. Stephanie Abrams. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your giftless recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. 
Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Rumors. Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion Dave... It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. I'm thrilled you're with us today. Um, I have so much good stuff coming up yet, so you want to stay with me. If you have to leave us, remember to go to sabrams.net, S-A-B-R-A-M-S.net, and uh, pick up the podcast or the live stream of the archived audio, etc. Um. They have been very good in Ireland at clamping down on non-essential travel. And during the lockdown, they don't permit people to go more than five kilometers from their house. Five kilometers is about three miles, three and a half miles. I think it's actually three and three quarter miles. Um, That's no distance. And they're able to figure it out because their license plates... The first three numbers tell what year and if it was the first half of the year or the second half of the year the car was born, came into being, got it because they get the license plate when the car is manufactured and sold. At the time the first car is sold, it gets its plate. 
And so a plate that, for instance, would say 172 would mean somebody bought the car in 2017 in the second half of the year, between July and December. Be a great way to get more people to buy cars in America because they don't want the, their neighbor to know they got a 10-year-old car especially cars that don't change their body shape much over the years. But in any event, the next thing on the license plate after the three digits of the year, and whether it's one for bought between January and June or two for bought between July and December, is one or two letters. And those letters define what county the person who registered the car was in. So D is for Dublin and G is for Galway, etc. So if you're driving in Cork with a car with a D or a G on it, then the local Garda, the police, know you've probably come more than five kilometers unless this is a resale of a car and the plate stays with the car. So if you're living in Galway with a car from Dublin, you got problems all the time. The French word for that is Soros. You have Soros all the time with the police stopping you. If you have a rental car you picked up in Dublin and you're driving in Galway, they're going to want to know what are you doing in Galway. So um, one of the things they're doing to stop essential travel between, besides catching you driving about and a f good friend who lives in Galway told me she was on her way to Dublin to pick her daughter up and got stopped three times on the Galway-Dublin road by the Garda. They let her go each time, but what a nuisance. So what they've done is they've instituted a fine. If you go to an airport and you decided that you want to go to Lanzarote, which is a very popular place, in the Canary Islands and the Balearic Islands, and you know you've you've got all these wonderful places that you can go, um, where it's the weather's fabulous. Um, in Spain, Spain, Portugal, popular destinations for the Irish to go in the winter. So you decide, and they've got all kinds of cheap rates, and that's the cheapest way, by the way, to plan yourself a trip like that. Fly to Dublin and then fly with Ryanair from Dublin to any of those islands. And you can get airland packages that are cheap as dirt and good places. But in any event, they're marked up higher here in the States. If you go to the airport and you're going to fly from Dublin or Cork or Galway or Shannon because all of those airports fly to local destinations in your, within Europe. Um, when you get to the airport for your joyride to the Canary Islands or somewhere, um, you're going to find out that you're going to get fined 500 euros because you're going on a holiday and that's not essential. And you're going to get fined another 500 euros when you come back. So it's going to cost you a thousand euros more, which in American money is about $1,200, $1,250. That's what it's going to cost you because you're going on a non-essential trip because the government is really trying to control this terrible situation. So um, I'm going to need to talk with you about some of the other things on my mind another time because we're going into the top of the hour news and more to come always 
We're flying high. Welcome to Travel with Stephanie Abrams. Well, you know, I've been uh, diligently doing two things. One, focusing on stay and play USA. Partly because you don't have a choice. <laughs> Nobody wants us, and I, who could blame them? Um, and for the most part, there are many places in the world you don't want to be. But I just checked this past week. Uh, and they update this list every 15 minutes every day from Johns Hopkins University, giving you the updates on from the worst hit destinations in the world as it relates to COVID-19 to, you know, in descending order. And the number one worst place in the world right now is the United States. So who can blame people for not wanting to come here or not wanting us to go and visit them? But we got to clean this up and people getting vaccinated will be a first really big start in the right direction. But unlike those who, and particularly, I, I wish, you know, if you know who that fellow was, people, um, go to my Facebook and become a friend, stephanie.abrams.94. Um let me know if you know who was that tall, good-looking, skinny guy who about three days before Thanksgiving came out in a very government authoritative style and said, do not travel. I, I have no idea who he was. I caught the same clip a couple of different times and they didn't have his name on the screen. So I don't know who he was. And you know what a big coward I am. You know I won't go anywhere or do anything that I think I won't come back the same or better. So I'm really not a risk taker when it comes to my life. But I didn't agree with him when he said, do not travel. I think that was the incorrect message. And the reason I think it's the incorrect message is that I have spoken with destinations, their tourism boards, um, ministries of tourism of various governments around the world, individual hoteliers, hotels that are part of brands, that are part of chains, that are part of organizations of hotels in the travel industry, who are knocking themselves out to create barriers between their staff, the last guest, and the arriving guest. And cleanliness protocols and deep cleansing protocols and contactless everything. So I think the message should have been, do not travel in congested places. Do not put yourself in close proximity where you are sharing and exchanging air with other people. Stay as far away as you can from everybody else. And even then, 
if there's somebody, you know, the rule is in Europe, they say two meters, which is like six foot six. In America, they say six feet. I've watched destinations change into three feet. They're out of their minds. And you heard it here. They are out of their minds. You do not want to be shoulder to shoulder with anybody. And you want to be wearing a proper mask. And you want to be wearing latex gloves when it serves the purpose. You want to be carrying hand gel in your pocket to sanitize your hands when you can't get to a place to wash your hands for 20 seconds under a hot, soapy, sudsy situation. But if you're doing the things that you're supposed to do, then it seems to me you ought to be able to get in your own car that nobody but you and your family members has been, have been in and go someplace where you're very outdoorsy. And we are blessed in the United States with so many outdoorsy, either entire states or good portions of those states that you can get out into the countryside and enjoy life and not develop cabin fever. And if you're homeschooling your children, this is a wonderful opportunity to teach them in a classroom without walls. And so there are certain sports that lend themselves to social distancing. Golf is one of them. You can see that. Skiing is another. And being able to hike and bike and walk and commune with nature, where if there's anybody out, they're probably 200 feet away from you and creating no danger for you. So I think the answer is, if you want to go somewhere, it's going to be in the U.S. for the next, I can't tell you how long. And I'll bet there are plenty of places in the U.S. you haven't been to. I know I can attest to that. Country is huge. And because we are in the height of winter, this is a wonderful time to look at winter sport and scenery that will emblazon the image on your memory forever because of its incredible beauty. And my mission has always been to introduce you to destinations and suppliers in those destinations that I believe you, if you go there, you will come home enriched, enhanced, inspired, and uplifted and somehow know you're a better person because of the experience you've just had. Now, a place that falls into that category abuts Manchester, Vermont. A quaint, charming, adorable town. About 90 minutes, I want to say. Maybe it's not quite 90 minutes. Maybe it's somewhere between an hour and 90 minutes north of the Massachusetts-Vermont border. And if you're in Massachusetts, get on Route 7 and just keep going north. And it continues to be Route 7. And it'll take you to Manchester through Bennington, another charming town where the college is. And you take a turn there in Manchester 
and you're going to see a sign that says Peru. No, you're not in South America. You have just crossed into the town of Peru in Vermont. But if it were two blocks earlier, the hotel we're going to chat with in the form of its general manager, because I don't usually talk to brick walls, is in Peru, but it feels like it's in Manchester because you you know, that, and that's the town that you would be more recognizable to you. So look for that on the map. And the reason I want to talk with Margaret Kading today, the general manager of the lodge at Bromley, which sits right at the Bromley ski area, is that they have rooms you can ski in and out of. Now, there are lots of places around the world you can do that, and there are lots of places in Colorado and whatnot, and maybe Colorado's a lot closer to you if you're listening to us somewhere in the Pacific Northwest or Montana or somewhere. But if you want to go someplace different, or and you live in the drive market for Vermont, this is a place you need to know more about. And I've known Margaret for about 150 years, so we're great old friends. And uh, I was delighted to hear some of the lengths they have gone to in order to provide a safe environment for staff and visitors and the ski in, ski out rooms. So we're going to talk with Margaret Kading at the Lodge at Bromley in Vermont right after this. This weather report is brought to you by the Curacao Tourism Board. The long-range weather forecast for the north coast-to-coast calls for snow, sleet, icy rain, slippery roads, and a wind chill factor well below freezing. The long-range forecast for Curacao calls for warm and sunny today, warm and sunny tomorrow, next month, and the months that follow, with highs around 86 degrees and lows around 76. Isn't it time to plan your breakaway in Curacao now? Learn more at curacao.com. That's C-U-R-A-C-A-O dot com. On the line with me live from the Lodge at Bromley in Vermont is its general manager, Margaret Kading. How are you, my dear? I am just fine. Thank you, Stephanie. Good to be back here again. All right. For my listeners who don't know you, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to think of Meryl Streep at her very prettiest. And that's Margaret on the line. You know, if they ever did um, The Life of Meryl Streep, they need to cast you in the part. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you are the perfect double. Do you ever get mistaken for her when you go places? Uh, No, but every once in a while, people do remark that. Oh, there's no question. I think the ones that don't remark it are just feeling, you know, they need to be polite and not make a personal comment. Because sometimes, you know, you tell somebody, oh, you look like someone, and they think that person is hideous. And the last thing they want to hear is that they look like them. You know, so. (laughs) But not in the case of Meryl Streep, my dear. So I think you need to take some acting lessons. You still have another career waiting for you. Yeah, I, I, I guess for my, my, my next chapter, I'll, I'll be a, a, a double for her. Yeah, well, well, listen, I mean, I think you could be the star of, a, you know, some biographical biopic kind of a thing. And frankly, I don't know how many acting lessons you need. You really can be quite dramatic. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it'd be ideal 
But at least that, that helps uh, my, my listeners visualize with whom we are speaking. And we're going to talk about your ski-in and ski-out rooms and the lodge and Bromley and uh, Peru uh, and uh, Manchester, Vermont. And we're going to take a quick break and come right back and do all of that. So stay with me, people. Just think. Meryl Street. We'll be right back. show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. Where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. 
Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. I'm delighted to have on the line with me Margaret Kading. She is the general manager of the lodge at Bromley, which is right next to the Bromley ski station area. Do they call them ski stations here? That's what they call them in Europe. Margaret. Uh, ski area. Ski area. I don't, never understood why they called them stations. But it's probably an English translation of a French or German word. And who would know better than you, since you are fluent in German? <laughs> but um, that is a wonderful place to ski. And I have seen people of all skill levels, including children, uh, families going to ski there. And in fact, um, leaving your hotel, the Lodge at Bromley, maybe you could just give us an overview of the location and, um, you know, the hotel itself before we get into the specifics of the ski-in, ski-out rooms. Certainly, I'd be happy to. Um, first of all, we are a friend, family-friendly hotel with a focus on families with young children because our, our partner here on the mountain, Bromley Mountain, uh, is also a very family-friendly, relaxed ski area. And the best part of which is that it faces south, so you'd never get that chilly afternoon when the sun goes behind the mountain because it stays nice and warm all day. It's, it's wonderful. And we're located right on the slopes, so uh, the whole hotel basically has direct access to, to the first lift line, and it makes it really easy for everybody. And we have some rooms that we dedicate as ski and ski out rooms so that people can just pop on their skis and head on out and have fun. Give us a little uh, insights into the hotel itself, what it looks like and um, the, the under, under ideal conditions, the number of rooms you actually have in operation and uh, you know how many people you can accommodate. Yes, well, we, um, we the hotel is built in the shape of a, of a Swiss ski chalet. It's very reminiscent of that. We have 50 rooms and a beautiful, big, huge lobby with really four cozy nooks. We have a nook where you can play billiards, a nook where you can snuggle up on a giant couch with your family and watch a movie. We've got uh, a 
nook with several couches where people can, you know, families can get together and chat. And another nook where you can play board games and, and or a little corner for reading. And for the kids, we've got a gigantic 3,000 square foot playroom where they can all get together and have a wonderful, wonderful time and run off all that energy they've, they've got even after a whole day on the slopes. Well, you know, when you talk about it looking like a Swiss ski chalet kind of a place in the Alps, it really reminds me of hotels and inns that we passed on that the, the road that's the main route that takes you from Munich through Garmisch, Garmisch-Pachenkirchen. I probably said that wrong, but you can correct me. Um, and in fact, if I'm not mistaken, that was the town where, if you've seen the um, Bridget Jones film, where Bridget Jones thinks she's pregnant and she goes to the pharmacy to get a pregnancy test, and she skis down and half kills herself getting there. Um, that town and the inns in that are snuggled in that town, you get the same sense of when you know when you're looking at the lodge at Bromley uh, in Peru, Vermont, uh, just adjacent to Manchester, Vermont. Um, don't you feel that way? Oh yes, it's we're 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 kind of a a little community just nestled up on the mountain here, and uh, you know the, there's the hotel, the ski area, a couple of marvelous restaurants, and a really sweet uh, small market and deli that oh they just make the, the best pizza and and uh, sandwiches and soups. It's, so we're, we're a lovely little community, and we overlook the West River Valleys, where you can just see for miles and miles and miles. And it's, it's just gorgeous, especially now that it's all covered in white. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, I've been, I've had the pleasure of, of having visited your hotel many times, and, and every season, winter, spring, summer, and fall. And the view, while spectacular, is different not only every season, but every day because, you know, God does that for us. You know, paints a new picture every day. Um, and we'll talk more about that and the ski and ski out rooms after these important messages. So stay with me. We'll be right back uh, talking with Margaret Kading in Vermont. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture, a UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. 
Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David.
Murders, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David Isby. It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. I have on the line live from the Lodge at Bromley the general manager, Margaret Kading. And while you were talking, Margaret, I was thinking about the various times of the year. And once I remember being at your hotel on... January 9th, you were having some kind of a celebration or ribbon cutting or anniversary or something at the hotel, and we were hot off a flight from Ireland after being in Ireland for Christmas and New Year's and into uh, the beginning of January. And by the way, people, one of the reasons we would always fly home from Ireland somewhere around the 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th of the month of January is that the airline rates and occupancy within the plane fall dramatically uh, the second, you know, as you approach the second week in January. Somewhere from around the 6th or 7th of January onward, uh, the cost of the flights are cheaper. And, um, you know, even if you're late in making your reservations, you'll find that you'll find a seat that you love to reserve uh, because the planes are just less occupied. Most people going back to work or whatever after or kids going back to school in normal life. Um, and that will return again. But in the meantime, how many rooms are there total and how many heads and beds total could you have if you were operating at full kilt? Well, we have uh, 50 rooms and we could occupy up to 200 people. Wow. You know, your hotel is the perfect size for an organization or a family reunion or, you know, some company that wants to do some bonding or, you know, meeting stuff between getting the cobwebs out of their brains because you are in such an inspirational setting and standing in front of the hotel, looking past the grounds of the hotel, across the road and into the valley and mountains beyond is an incredible, incredible sight. Now, is that direction facing south? Yes, it is. Jeez, I'm I'm all turned around <laughs> because I would have said what west, but what do I know? That's why I asked because you you mentioned that you face south. Now my house, um, we have very few windows on the north side of the house on purpose, and the south side of my house, in the mountains of western Massachusetts, there are 24 windows just in the living room, and they go up 26 feet high, and um, wrap around. And I literally leave sunglasses in various spots around the kitchen and dining room and living room because there are times when the sun is so blazingly, brilliantly bright that you can't open your eyes without sunglasses. And so, I mean, you're getting that same southern exposure that we have. I mean, and I know exactly what you were talking about when you said it heats the place up because my living room often feels like a greenhouse. 
And that's wonderful when it's zero degrees outside. <laughs> well, that's why they call Bromley the Sun Mountain. Is that so? I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yes, most ski areas usually face north. Wow. Wow. Now, you're not operating the hotel um, at anything even close to full occupancy on purpose. Tell, explain yes. to us your your plan, protocol, regimen for dealing with uh, COVID-19 concerns um, and what you're doing to keep your staff and your guests safe. And then we'll get into, you know, the rooms that are actually available and mm -hmm. what you're doing with those. Certainly. Well, it started as a response to guest concerns during this time. And also recognizing that they are in desperate need to get out of the house. So we did some brainstorming and we came up with the idea of the zero contact room. And basically what we're doing there is, is what we will be doing more for, for the rest of the hotel as we open up more rooms. So um, these rooms have their own private access to the ski slopes and dedicated parking. And with check-in done virtually, guests go directly from their car to their room. Where, and all of the rooms are clean, sanitized spaces that are left untouched for at least 24 hours. And that goes throughout the entire hotel. So, uh, so well, you've made your reservation either by telephone or online. You've dealt with the whole credit card system. Uh, to guarantee your room and whatever's required there. And now you arrive. And the parking area, people, is right in front of the building. So there's no great trek to get from your car into the building. And so are you coming in through the lobby area? What are you doing? At this point, the lobby area, all public spaces are closed. So you've got a room number and you go around to your room. Is there a key in the door? Is the door just unlocked with the key in the room? What's the deal? Well, when, when the guests arrive, they give us a call and we pop out and basically slide the key through the dry, crack in the driver's window. Got it. And that, that's all we see of each other. Then they go park in their dedicated spot. Uh, walk up the path to their room and get settled in. Wow. Okay. Now you're not operating all 50 rooms. No, at this we're, point. Only, we're only operating seven right now. And tell us about those seven and what makes them special and how they're appointed. Well, they are uh, bright and cheerful rooms. They, most of them have two double beds. Uh, some have a king bed, and uh, we also have what we call a family room, which has a queen bed for the parents and bunk beds for the kids, oh, which neat. are very popular rooms. Yeah, neat. All the rooms have a mini fridge and a microwave, so, you know, people can, you know, especially with kids around, you always want to heat something, some snacks up for them. And uh, all the other usual amenities, free Wi-Fi, television, etc. But the best part is that, you, you know, the kids want to make a snowman, you can send them out to make a snowman right there on your own patio. 
Oh, that is very and, cool. Yeah, and um, in the mornings, we deliver breakfast to their door. And after that, all they have to do is put on their skis and ski right down to the lifts and enjoy the gorgeous soft powder we have up here on Bromley. Wow. That is so cool. Yeah. And, and so um, every the, the, the rooms that are now available are seven of the 50. And yeah. each of those is a contactless entry, ski in, ski out. I love the part that you have your own microwave. Because then if you wanted to, um, you know, you, you could, you know, they have all those microwavable things that are prepackaged like soups and oatmeal and who knows what, that you could just pop in and do breakfast in the room, which also, A, is great on economizing and B, on economizing of time. You go into a restaurant with children, you could be there an hour and a half and that's an hour and a half of them getting antsy. So it's lovely to be able to do what you need to do and move on. I always like that kind of thing too, especially when we were traveling with our children because we all functioned in different time zones. So, you know, one of my children was a very early riser and the other was not, and I'm not a morning person. And if everybody has to wait around for everybody else to get done and ready, there is somebody who's getting very grumpy, <laughs> hungry, in need of coffee or whatever. <laughs> and uh, it, to have facilities in the room, is there a coffee maker in the room? Is there a mini fridge kind of thing in the room as well or not? There, there, there is a mini fridge. Uh, but as I said, we deliver, and this is a, a free breakfast, a free continental breakfast, we deliver to the room with fresh brewed coffee for our guests. Wow, that's terrific. So what is it exactly you're doing between guests to deep cleanse and give confidence so that people will be motivated to feel that they're walking into a safe environment? What exactly are you doing? Well, first of all, we do our usual cleaning. And as you know, I'm German. And German housekeeping is a whole different ball of wax. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. You can eat from the floor. Yeah, so, literally, you can eat from the floor. Yeah, so we're very, very thorough in, in all of our cleaning. Um, and then when, when we're finished with that, then we go and... Um, sanitize the room so we use we use um oh what's called uh quad which is a, a german virus killer on all the surfaces then we literally liberally spray the rooms with uh products such as lysol and then any any touch points get sprayed uh so that when and the housekeepers wear gloves and they wear their masks while they're cleaning the rooms as well and the last thing I also learned from my German grandmother is you leave the windows open, even in the wintertime, so that the room gets a thorough air bath. It's one of the, one of the best ways of keeping the air in a room healthy. Yeah, and quite natural at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's marvelous. So, and, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then lastly, the, the room is left vacant for and untouched for at least 24 hours 
So, um, are you finding that, I know you had a very loyal following of people that, you know, came back every year. They'd often come back the same time periods, once or twice or more every year, because they had met other people who traveled those weeks, and they were not only looking forward to, you know, being back at the hotel, but they were also, you know, hoping to get to wave and say hello to people they've met over time. Uh, at the Lodge at Bromley in Vermont. And if you've just joined us, we're talking with Margaret Kading, the general manager at the Lodge of Bromley, Lodge at Bromley in Vermont. Um, are you finding that your loyal customers are you know, still on your roster and manifest of who's making reservations? Uh, yes, uh, a lot of our, our loyal customers are coming up um, some of them uh, are not because of school restrictions, uh, which you, you touched on earlier. Uh, but uh, everybody is just so excited, especially now as we're getting February vacation week. People are just really happy to come back and enjoy. And actually, with the cases going down, we will most likely start opening up more rooms again. Oh, that's wonderful to hear. Yeah, well, um, you know, we're finally seeing a rollout of vaccination scheduling just beginning uh, for people who are outside of that circle of those who are considered essential workers. Um, so we're, we're getting into phase two uh, during this month of February of the next level of people who will be getting shots in Massachusetts. Um, whereas there are other states that are far ahead of us, but all of that's going to make a difference. And, you know, we're practically neighbors, so I'm hoping I get to come and see you soon. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Stephanie Abrams. Don't leave me. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. 
It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Rumors Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David... It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. On the line with me, live from the lodge at Bromley, and you may actually hear some um, people far in the background (laughs) um, where they are doing an excellent job at the lodge at Bromley in Vermont at doing their due diligence to assure a healthful situation for guests and staff. So... 
you know, you mentioned there's a small fridge and people, it's not a mini bar, which is wonderful. It's not stocked with things that cost 10 times what they should be costing you. Um, it's a space in which, you know, you want to keep something cold. You've got the space to put it in there and it's not going to cost you a fortune to do it. And um, you've got a microwave and those two items will help make um, for quick budget efficient, time efficient breakfast and lunch. Uh, especially if you are going skiing at Bromley Mountain, which is right next to the place. Uh, and you're in one of the ski and ski out rooms. It's fantastic. But um, Margaret Kading, the general manager, is here to answer my questions on your behalf. And my, you know, breakfast and lunch are easy. But what do you do about dinner? Well, that's that's a wonderful thing that we have here is lots of terrific dining options. Um, up here on the mountain, we have uh, Johnny Seesaws for fine dining, and um, it's a, a rustic old log cabin that uh, originally was a speakeasy back in the day. And, but it's all, all renovated and beautiful, and the food is just fabulous. And uh, we, all these places are open and operating? They're all open and operating. Now, in Vermont, we have limited capacity everywhere, but we're blessed with so many restaurants that everybody's been able to find a place to have dinner. Oh, it's fabulous. And uh, we have J.J. Hapgood up here. What is that? That is a casual fine dining place. It's uh, it's like a really elegant country store with dining uh, tables and uh, just wonderful, wonderful food and at atmosphere. And if anybody's seen the movie Baby Boom with Diane King, oh yes, part of one of the scenes in that movie was take had taken place in AJ Hepgood's store. Really. Yes. Do you remember which scene? Because I know that film like I know my mother. <laughs> well, that, that's the store where she started selling her baby applesauce in. Oh wow! How cool! Mm -hmm. And they, actually, in the store, they have a, they have a, a jar a jar from the from the set. Oh, how very cool! Next time I come up, you have to direct me right there. I love doing, you know, my favorite movie trail. People, if you haven't seen Baby Boomers, if you haven't seen it in a while. Or even if you watch it last week, watch it again. It'll just raise your spirits. It's delightful. It is really a delightful film. And you know, it's made decades ago at this point. And yet, it is so today. Um, you know, nothing's really changed when you look at corporate America and people biting people in the back and whatnot, um, which really sent her out um, to live a different lifestyle. Is the house that they use to film anywhere near you in Vermont? It is in Peru, Vermont, although its location is a closely guarded secret because the owners and occupiers of the house were rather overrun for a while. Oh, I can believe that. Do you know where it is? Uh, no, I do not. Oh, I bet you do. So next <laughs> time I come up, you're going to take me. And we'll drive as close as we can get. I, I know you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
how many decades do I know you? I know you know. But oh, okay. yes, I, I I need to go. I just need need to you know. Even especially this time of the year, this is a great time of the year to go snooping, because the leaves aren't on the trees and you can see things that you never saw before. And I'm going to guess you're experiencing this in Vermont. I know we're experiencing it in Berkshire County, and it's the reason that they're planting, I don't know, 200 million trees or something in Canada. We're losing trees everywhere, and it's because of you know drought conditions over most of America having less rain and whatever. And so with trees down and leaves gone, this is the perfect time to go snooping in Vermont, people, or anywhere else. Thank you so much for joining us today. you got to come back again soon. I will come up and see you not long after I get my vaccination. Thanks for joining us. Don't leave us. This is Stephanie Abrams. We're flying high. Welcome to Travel with Stephanie Abrams. I am delighted you're with us this hour. If you've missed any part of today's show, which you may have already done, make sure you go to sabrams.net, S-A-B-R-A-M-S.net. Lots of good stuff there. Lots of good stuff for you to know about. Um, and archived everything, podcast everything, both radio, TV, got it all. Photo galleries, and remember, we're a work in progress, so we're always adding more, um, especially since this is a rebuild of our once fabulous website that won an award every time I enter the contest. Um, you know, a fabulous award for best website because we got hacked. And I mean, 2020 wasn't rotten enough. We had to get hacked and brought to our knees in uh, August last year but you know we've been working diligently to um recreate everything that was important and we're still working at it but there's a lot of really good stuff there so it's not a waste of your time to drop in sabrams.net uh you know um i'm constantly being introduced to referred to and stumbling upon people myself that I think would be of interest to you. And one since such incident happened last week and we rearranged a bunch of stuff so that we could squeeze in an interview with someone who has um, a really interesting perspective on travel, partly coming out of his own interest in traveling, but also propelled and motivated by what he does in the business world. And, you know, we talk about a term I invented that I refer to as intentional travel. And that's when, you know, you're on a mission, whether the mission is some personal interest or some public service or philanthropy or something to do with business or family Whatever it is, whatever you're doing has a duality of purpose. It's not just, gee, I need a break. Where's a nice place to go and veg out? 
And so I learned about a fine fellow who has been learning a great deal from his travels in his business mission to the point that he's also written a book related to his business mission that have the imprint of his travels upon it. And the best part is I got introduced to this fine fellow by our senior producer, David Isby, who, as luck would have it, went to school with this fellow years ago, and they've managed to keep in touch and whatnot. And if you write a book, you're going to want to dig out every one of your old friends and get them on the social networking bandwagon to get out the story. Well, lucky for him, David Isby is in radio, and luckier for him, since much of what he talks about and was in pursuit of in the business world required travel on his part, not only in the U.S., but overseas as well. And um, David and I will go into our 20th year working together in June. We started working together in June 2002. And we started the first show aired the first Sunday in July 2002. So we will celebrate our 19th birthday and start our 20th year on the air the first Sunday in July this year. And we've managed to let each other live. I mean, that's even more remarkable. But uh, David is a joy to work with uh, and uh, incredibly skilled and talented. And, I, you know, the biggest problem I have is blocking out time in his nutsy schedule to get him into chats with me on the air because he's busy in production all the time. So we're going to try this year to get him back on the air with me more because I think you've almost forgotten the sound of his voice, and that's not a good thing. But in any event, he is um, always up to some kind of good mischief, and the newest good mischief was introducing me to Trent Romer, And his new book that's going to come out in June 2021. And so you want to be on the lookout for it. And I want to be talking about it because we don't have to wait till the book comes out to talk about it. And you can put it on your must go and get this list. So we're going to do that. And we're going to start talking with Trent Romer right after this. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture. A UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. On the line with me is Trent Romer. I love his movie star name. Uh, And he has written a book that uh, is at the intersection of his business interests and his need to travel as part of those business interests and what he has learned in the process uh, and enjoyed in the process as well. So welcome aboard, Trent. What is the name of your new book? 
Thank you, uh, Stephanie. Appreciate it. Um, I appreciate you having me on. It means a lot in, in your interest. The name of the book is called Finding Sustainability. Um, it's really a journey uh, about uh, the, uh, our business and trying to become more sustainable in the process. Um, I can give you a little background on our business, if, if it's okay to go into that. Yeah, well, I think you need to explain it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are a um, 60-year-old custom plastic bag manufacturing firm. My grandfather started the business back in 1961. My father owned it for about 20 to 30 years, and now my brother and I own the business. My father's one of 11, and I have 32 first cousins, so we have a, a very, very large family. Um, and they were a tremendous source of dedication and loyalty um, and, uh, and labor uh, as the business grew. And increasingly, as we progressed, um, and about two, three years ago, um, the anti-plastic narrative really began to take hold, um, not only in society, but also sort of within me. I kind of, I didn't feel great about the end-of-life problem with plastics that we were seeing in our environment. So um, I uh, decided to embark on a journey to begin to learn uh, about what we could do uh, to solve that problem, or at least to address it. And I kind of found myself at a crossroads uh, back in 2018. You know, to one side was this survival path where, you know, you could continue to make the same bags that you're making and use the same materials. The other side or the other path was more of a preservation path of what can I do now um, to, uh, to, to make a better future uh, and to leave future generations uh, in a good place. And I felt like I couldn't take both paths. Uh, you had to choose one or the other. And uh, what I chose to do was to take this journey uh, uh, towards sustainability, to try and learn more about it, where maybe I could do some of both um, and apply it to our own industry. So that journey really started two years ago. It took me to, to multiple places. Like? Um, and really, the book is about that journey. Well, multiple places like where? So... Um, the, the first place I visited was um, a plastic-free supermarket in Amsterdam in the Netherlands. Um, the the uh, supermarket uh, was full of compostable bags um, and uh, no bags at all or paper bags or variations of plastic. Um, so that, that was an amazing trip. And um, right after that, we went down to Brussels um, in Belgium. Uh, I went to a European strategy conference on this very topic. Um, and uh, in both places, we enjoyed a couple of days of leisure. We took bike tours in, in both places, so that my my wife and I are are big bikers. So that was so enjoyable. When you say bike tours, were they the kind that after you pedal, it kind of becomes motorized, or this was all, you know, human power? Yeah. So so Amsterdam, as you probably know, there's. There's actually more bicycles than inhabitants or city inhabitants in Amsterdam. It's just unbelievable. You know why uh, they did that? Around. You know why they did that? I don't. Oh, I don't know how somebody didn't, you know, explain that piece to you. You know, um, there are a gajillion bicycles in bicycle racks all over Amsterdam. And if you want to get from one place to another and you don't want to walk, or take yep. a taxi or some public form of transportation. You just take a bike, any bike. Just take the bike and drive it where you want to go and park it in the bicycle stand that's got an empty slot wherever you land up. And when you go, maybe you went to a museum, a cafe, or 
you know, your yep. hotel or whatever. And then when you're done doing whatever you're doing and you're ready to go to your next place, you come out, take any bike you want and go. And they did it because bike bicycle theft in Amsterdam was enormous. And in order to get rid of people stealing bicycles, the municipality came up with a system, let us populate the city with bicycles and bike racks and just go take a bike and get where you need to go and leave it wherever. But as a result, sure. as, I, as a result sure. there are people that are from parts of Eastern Europe who have found themselves in Amsterdam and want to go home and have taken a bike that turns up oh. You know, five, eight hundred, a thousand miles away, often with flat tires that somebody just lifted and took off. We're going to take a quick commercial. It's brilliant. The people in Holland, in, in the Netherlands, come up with such good ideas, not the least of which for many is their coffee houses, which nobody goes to for coffee. We'll be right back. Oh, Don't okay. leave me. Don't leave me. Stay with me. show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. Where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. 
Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. On the line with me is Trent Romer, who's written a book called Finding Sustainability, which has to do simplistically with saving the planet from refuse that A, we can't get rid of, uh, and B, winds up being a pollutant uh, and or creates horrible problems. Um, I, by accident, uh, just the other day, Trent, I went to YouTube for something. And, you know, they're always coming up offering you, you know, you want to see this? You know, they give you the bunch of things they think you might be interested in. And one of them I literally couldn't watch because I'm just too squeamish. And anything that has to do with animals being hurt, I can't handle. I, I, you know, I probably can watch some terribly violent film where everybody gets killed and have, you know, less of a reaction to it being desensitized from so many visual <laughs> images. But to see an animal suffering makes me crazy. And this was a poor seal with a plastic straw embedded up its nose. And oh. somebody was trying to save it uh, at some rescue wow. center somewhere. And I was, I mean, I was very happy to see somebody was you know, fixing up this poor seal. But those kinds of things drive me mad. And so I do my best, you know, to have my consciousness raised without dwelling on it and being completely depressed from it because that could happen to me. Right. <laughs> I right. once cried totally. for 200 miles because we passed a dog in the road that had been hit by another car or truck. And I, I, I just couldn't stop crying. It just so disturbed me. 
So, um, you know, but but we all need to be bringing some kind of sensitivity to what is happening on this planet. You know, there's um, a couple of guys who were surfers or divers or something who started an organization. They're always looking to sell their bracelets to raise money to clean up the oceans. I don't know if you've seen yep. their spot. You, when, when you see the visuals of the beaches they're cleaning up that are a, a natural dumping ground of the tide bringing in unbelievable megatons of plastic that's not disintegrating and is just filling up the oceans and interfering with the marine life. I mean, it's just... Yeah, I, I got... Funny, I I'm wearing a watch right now made from recycled plastics. So it's it, the the band and a lot of the parts are made from uh, ocean bound or ocean uh, plastics that they recovered from the ocean. It's a super super neat company. And one of the things that we've really bought into is if you're not buying recycled content, you're not recycling. Um, that was a term or a phrase that we picked up on a few years ago, and it really brings you into focus is to say, when I'm buying recycled content, now the clothing company or the packaging company needs to request that recycled content, and they're starting to pull it through the system so that the processor um, who is who is recycling items has a market to sell it. So that that is a really big element of, of where we're trying to get to as a society is to keep buying recycled content so there's the demand for it. So there's no such thing really as trash. It's really a resource um, to make something else. You know, that's such an important point you've made that I haven't heard anybody say before. So I, yeah, wa well, I want to thank you for that. I wanted to tie that, Stephanie, into travel because you and I had a, a discussion yesterday. And this is one story um, from one of the, the travel places that I went to that really made that connection for me. And I wanted to share that with you. I went to the Sustainable Packaging Coalition, we're members, and went out to Seattle, Washington for a week, and I stayed there for a week. And one of the things that we got an opportunity to do was to go on tours of local places that, that, were, more, that were on a sustainable path. The place I visited was CenturyLink Field, which is the home of the Seattle Sounders and Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the stadium's a 72,000-seat um, arena. When we walked in at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday morning, we were the only 10 people in that place. And our tour guide for the 10 people um, that I was with, when we walked in there, um, he said to us, there are only two or three trash receptacles in the entire place. And I was thinking to myself, what? How, how is that even possible? Now, how is that so, even possible? Hang on, we're going to well, take a yeah. quick commercial break and come back and find out. How do you okay. have an enormous <laughs> arena with three trash receptacles stay with yep. me we're gonna leave you hanging on the cliff with this riddle we'll be right back <laughs>
Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture. A UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your giftless recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. 
In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Rumors. Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David. Rumors. Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David Isby. It's Travel with Stephanie Abrams. Trent Romer, author of a book that will be published in June 2021 called Finding Sustainability, left us hanging on a cliff. Uh, He went out to Seattle, Washington Hi, all y'all out there listening on the radio stations that carry us. Um, And um, he went to learn more about how various places are dealing with uh, issues of what do you do with plastic and refuse that doesn't want to naturally break down and disappear. And one of the places he went was an arena in Seattle, huge arena. How many people would that arena have if it were full at a game? Yeah, it was a 72,000-seat stadium, outdoor stadium. And yet the tour guide who took you around told you there were only three trash receptacles in the entire arena. How is that possible? Yeah, so or something to that really, really low number. So obviously we pressed him on that question. We said, how is that possible? He said, well, the, uh, the stadium is filled with two bins uh, all over the stadium. Uh, one is a composting bin and one is a recycling bin. So one of the things a stadium has an advantage of is they control the waste. When you come into a stadium, you get checked. You know, you cannot bring in things. So by them not allowing anything into the stadium, they then control what they give you. So anything they give you in the stadium, in the souvenir shop or the concessionary area, they control that. So they are giving you either recyclable items or compostable items. So there's such things as compostable packaging, compostable cups, compostable cutlery. Um, So when you're done, you're at the stadium, you have a burger or whatever, Um, and you uh, go to dispose of those items, you can dispose of it in the recycle bin or the composting bin. There's only two choices. At the end of the stadium event, 
there's a composter uh, outside of uh, the Seattle city limits. They come and pick up the compost, and there's a recycler who comes and picks up the recyclers, uh, the, recycle, uh, the recyclable items. The really interesting part was for the composter, they will develop compost in 90 to 100 days under set conditions and whatnot. Uh, local farmers will buy compost from the, uh, the composter, and then the stadium will buy back vegetables from that farmer. So, you know, think about a French fry that you're eating at uh, in the Seattle and CenturyLink field that could have potentially been grown out of the compost, you know, from the um, from the compost that was uh, in the trash bin, you know, a month earlier or two months you know, earlier. So and while that's a really it's fabulous, not perfect, but while that's it's a, not perfect, but the circularity is just really hit home to me that you know the stadium's a very idyllic um, uh, spot because they control the waste. But it really locked into that circularity idea of all items. Yeah, but uh, that, you see, that's what we're really trying to do. Yeah, the imagery kills me. You know, I mean, I understand it takes fertilizer to help grow all kinds of vegetation that we eat, but it's not an image I want to dwell on. <laughs> so. No, no. But it's it's a mindset of there's no there's no such thing as waste. That's really what we're all trying to do. There's no waste. Everything has a place. You know, you hear that term, I'm going to throw that away. Well, there's no such thing as a way. It has to go somewhere, right? So there's really only four places something can go. It can go to a landfill. It can go to an incinerator. We don't really want those. Or it can be recycled or it can um, be composted. We, there's really only two spots we want something ultimately to go in order that we can repurpose it into something else. So let me ask you a question. Concepts. In, in, yep. your, in your travels, for instance, in traveling to Seattle, um, you mentioned something about a coalition of companies involved in an organization focused on sustainability yep. and whatnot. Do you see any governmental leadership uh, either coming from the very top or from the states or from the cities that would help somebody in the middle of of the country or on the East Coast or in the South or, you know, up in the Northeast somewhere, you know, having an opportunity who maybe isn't a member of that coalition, but could be changing the ways they're doing things if they even knew about it. How is the communication going on? Because I have to tell you, my nose is into all things related to communications. And this is, if I weren't talking to you, I wouldn't know about this. And I've got five radio stations in the Seattle, Tacoma, Bellevue, Olympia, Washington region. And, you know, even though I pay attention to what's going on as best I can, everywhere that we have radio stations, uh, places, you know, that I know we've got a big podcast audience, um, even places in other parts of the world where I know we have listeners that I'm looking at what would they be interested in knowing about or what do they know that we don't know that we ought to know and we ought to share. Um, right. if, if, if you weren't coming on now, and, I, and you know the chain of events kind of divinely inspired, if you didn't go to high school with my senior producer, David Isby, we wouldn't be talking now. <laughs> so, guy, and yeah. this is, oh, he really is. He is not only a love bug, he is a stud muffin. Now he is he's just wonderful. He's a member of the family. And so is his wife and children. I mean, they're all members of our family. 
Um, I think he was shocked that we saved the Christmas cards they send out every year, which are those photographic things of the family. And we saved them every year and lined them up on our mantle along with all our other treasured uh, correspondence that we get from a unique group of people that we, I want displayed on our fireplace mantle. I was a shock to him to find that out <laughs> this year. But um, were it not for the fact that you contacted him and told him the mischief you're up to and, you know, is there any outlet for you to share your information, which led to me, we wouldn't be talking now. And, and you have something of real importance to say. So my quest, yeah. my question is... I, I like your question. Your question's really good. It's almost like when you look at this uh, whole problem that you're trying to solve is <clears throat> it's either top-down or bottom-up, right? So the top-down says, okay, the government says you can't use plastic bags or you can't do this or this or whatever. The bottom-up is what can I do? And I think for the longest time, Stephanie, I felt like um, this thing was too big for me to do anything about. You know, I'm a 70-person company. We're not this hulking, huge company. But over time, I thought to myself, it's too big to ignore. Like, we have to, we have to do something. And, you know, that's where I think all of us can say, all right, what can I do? And I think that's sort of the question you're trying to get at is, what can I do without the government? Now, I hope, you know, with the new administration, I'm hoping that we see regulations like, you know, by 2030, 25% of packaging has to be post-consumer recycled content or something along that those lines that'll push us in that direction. But some things that I think we can all do is, one is, I think we can all buy recycled content. When you, when you get a little bit more in tune with that, you can buy shirts and clothes and and watches and, and souvenirs recycled content souvenirs um, for sure yeah. souvenirs yep. is a huge plastics industry yep i mean so i think that's a big one i think the second one is um participate in a cleanup effort we do one it's called the river keeper it's the hudson river where we um there's about 30 or well, it's more like 200 different crews up and down the hudson river in early may where you go down to the riverfront and then you pick up trash and when you do that, and within two hours you have a couple of bags full of trash, you really think to yourself, wow, our society, I think, has a pretty good recycling and a pretty good waste um, management system. Think about a developing country that doesn't have one. You know, if they don't have the waste um, management systems that we have, how can't garbage and whatnot go into rivers? You know, when I'm down at the Hudson River and I can pick up a couple of bags full. So it really begins to, you start to think about that infrastructure of how do we get from thinking of garbage as something that's a resource and then how do we get that recycled into a position or a compost in a position where we can reuse it? So um, you had, in our off-air conversation, you had told me about how your company is creating bags that are compostable so they will over time actually break down and not just become a blight on the earth. But where else in your travels did you go that had you not gone there, there's something really important, you know, that you learned because you went that you would never have known about or, you know, you might not have come to this yeah. idea on your own. Yeah, so it's it just it was almost serendipitous how all of this stuff just sort of lined itself up. 
you know, I, I, as I mentioned, I went to Europe. I went to that strategy conference. I, I went to a week-long uh, sustainability leadership at Harvard University, which I, I got accepted to, and I was so thrilled to go. It was an unbelievable experience. Um, I went to Seattle, and at the, that summer vacation that we took with our family really locked something in. We went to Yosemite Valley uh, in Yosemite National Park and spent eight days there. You know, and just being around in Mariposa Grove with those 200-foot sequoia trees that are 200 years old, being in Yosemite Valley and seeing those rock formations and realizing how long they've been there, how pristine things were, it just that, that, that um, thing inside you about preservation and future generations and people who have been here before you, it just has such a powerful effect when you can experience that um, and it makes you want to do something and even if you're doing something small, it really, really does add up. I always think to myself, you know, improvements are made in fractions, right? You know, they're, for us, they're not made in huge jumps. Usually they're made in fractions. But when we can all add up these fractions, you come up with some real change. And that trip to Yosemite, I have a whole, we, we did a couple of hikes. They're just super powerful experiences. And so you saw that portion of it as the motivation for why it's so important to sustain yeah. so, this for future generations. Yeah, you got to you got to do something, right? And and when you go there and you go to places like that, and that's why I love these uh, the national parks. You know, the two others that I have spent some time with in my life uh, is is in Acadia National Park up in um, up in Maine, ah, uh, yes. and Haleakala we National are, Park in Hawaii. And now the one in Hawaii is that where the volcano is? Yeah. So what okay. we did on that one was we got a. a 3 a.m. wake-up call, oh, you Lord. get into a van, yeah, I, there's I've, bikes I've on the it. back, you go up, you watch the sunrise on top of the volcano, and then you ride bikes down. Oh, it's just incredible experience, uh, and the, the scenery on so, your way down. Were you actually in Hilo uh, Volcano National Park? Did uh, you, I, I'm not sure. Is, is Haleakala National Park the same? I'm not, sure. I'm not I, sure. I know I don't know. Because I only know it as, you know, Hilo National Park. And if there's another piece or another park, then, you know, maybe I was there, but it didn't realize it was a different place. Um, it's a yeah, wonderful I, place but... to go, people. And by the way, um, you used to have to go over this god-awful, unpaved, bumpy, dusty, gravelly, took-you-forever road. Um, yep. And they paved it. <laughs> so, um, that oh, cut, they did? that cut a lot of time, yeah. And um, the first time we went, it's interesting that you say you got up at you know three o'clock in the morning. We were in Kona, which is the you've got two airports you can fly into, Kona or Hilo. Hilo is the smaller one, and it's on the side of the island that rains. That's why the rainforest is there, uh, where the volcano is. The other side of the island is Kona, where it's, it tends to be more arid and you know more sunny, dry days and whatnot, and um, and less vegetation and a whole lot of fields of of lava everywhere you go. In fact, the graffiti is done by placing white stones on top of the black lava. That's the lava oh, wow. fields. You drive along the road from Kona Airport to where the the hotels are, and then if you keep going, you'll eventually get to Hilo a couple hours later. But it started with the people making the road. Um, we have to take a quick break. My goodness, we'll be right back. Don't leave me.
Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222.
rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David... It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. I'm talking with Trent Romer, who has written a book called Finding Sustainability. It'll come out June 2021. And um, it's a combination of what he has been learning for his family business that was started by his grandfather and um, what he's learned in the business what he's learned in the industry of manufacturing products in plastic and what he has been learning about making plastic compostable. So it will break down, be recyclable, be reusable, and not just be a glut on the planet. And in doing that, has visited a lot of places. And we were just talking in the last segment about his visit to Hawaii, um, to the and the big island of Hawaii. And um, I was mentioning about the graffiti along the roadway. When the men were building the road from the airport that leads along parallel to the ocean, and on the right side, it's just fields and fields of black lava laying there for however long. And then on the left side is where all the hotels are. And those are lush and green because the landscapers at the hotels have planted every one of those trees, shrubs, bushes, and flowers. And um, the men wanted to, in their, you know, to break the boredom of building this endless road, um, they would take white stones and do things like make a heart shape and put in it, you know, Mike loves Lisa. You know, that kind of thing. They would do their graffiti along the side of the road using white rocks on top of the black lava. It's very cool. But if you went to Hilo National Park, um, you can actually stand in the same spots where uh, Robert Louis Stevenson, the author who lived in the Hawaiian Islands and in the Pacific for so long, um, where and uh, there are rocks big like boulders with with brass plaques engraved with quotations of their comments about what it was like standing there, uh, which were lifted from literature that they wrote. Also, there's one uh, Mark Twain. Um, and, and imagine in the 1800s, which is when they would have been going, um, imagine uh, Mark Twain uh, from his book, um, I think it was from his book, Innocence Abroad, um, his commentary about standing in the spot and looking out at the crater, and you're looking at the same thing. I mean, that's the ultimate in sustainability. That, you know, you're looking at a scene that looks identical to 100, 200, 300, or more years ago. But, and, and so, you know, we have some obligation. Um, there is a whole sector 
uh, of the travel industry devoted to sustainability. And an organization called Tourism Cares that not only dives in uh, by um, spearheading fundraising when there's a tsunami or a hurricane or an earthquake in some touristic destination, and just about every destination has something of touristic value. So we're always raising money to help and, and send people. Uh, you know, people like general managers of hotels and people that work in the travel industry will take time off from their work and fly to a destination to pitch in, you know, after some colossal mess has happened in that destination to help bring things back to normal. But we've got another situation here, uh, and that is that all of us have an opportunity to be able to participate in sustaining the earth so we don't become one big garbage dump. Um, we've got about half a minute. Do you have some closing message you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, I would. So um, packaging is not going away. It's going to double in the next 20 years. And by far, the best, pro the best thing to do is to reduce. I mean, that is number one. You want to reduce and you want to repurpose. If you actually do need a package, you want to look for something that's bio-based, you know, made from uh, renewable energy sources. You want to look for something that has recycled content, or you want to look for something that may be compostable at the end of, uh, end of life or recyclable at the end of life. So you just want to choose the best packaging, but that really applies to everything. Clothes, you know, everything really can fit under this umbrella. Well, people. Thank you. And, and when you're going traveling, bring along a shopping bag, fold it up in your rollerboard so that you always have your own packaging to carry away your purchases and that you can reuse. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, all of you, come back next week. This is Stephanie Abrams. We're flying high.